an earth-shattering announcement as Microsoft finally discusses the test results of their 3-megawatt fuel cell generator. I'll go over the first half of this momentous news on today's Hydrogen Podcast. So the big questions in the energy industry today are, how is hydrogen the primary driving force behind the evolution of energy? Where is capital being deployed for hydrogen projects globally? And where are the best investment opportunities for early adopters who recognize the importance of hydrogen? I will address the critical issues and give you the information you need to deploy capital. Those are the questions that will unlock the potential of hydrogen, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Paul Rodden, and welcome to the Hydrogen Podcast. In a press release on July 28th, John Roach writes, Hydrogen fuel cells could provide emission-free backup power at data centers. Hydrogen fuel cells packed into a pair of 40-foot-long shipping containers here ramped up on an overcast day early this June as engineers gathered around laptops displaying data on the state, health, and power output of the cells in this first-of-a-kind hydrogen generator. In a statement from Mark Monroe, a principal infrastructure engineer on Microsoft's team for data center advanced development, this is it. It's running at 3 megawatts right now. A round of applause and shouts of joy from engineers at Plug, who built the fuel cell system, pierced the white noise from fans atop the shipping containers and pipes venting steam. The moment was the latest milestone on Microsoft's quest to find a zero-carbon emissions replacement for the backup diesel-powered generators that support continuous operations in the event of power outages and other service disruptions. In a quote from Sean James, Microsoft's Director of Data Center Research, what we just witnessed was, for the data center industry, a moon landing moment. We have a generator that produces no emissions. It's mind-blowing. Data centers are the physical infrastructure behind the veil of cloud computing. They are where cat videos and vacation photos are stored, where remote workers gather for virtual meetings and gamers converge to build worlds, race cars, and blast away foes. They enable the digital transformation of businesses around the world, allowing them to quickly and securely respond to customers' needs and manage supply chain logistics. At the core, data centers are intentionally nondescript warehouses packed with tens of thousands of computer servers and the equipment needed to keep the servers running and available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. This includes machines that keep the servers at t-shirt weather temperatures as well as batteries and generators that maintain an uninterrupted power supply even during power grid outages. Again, according to James, what makes a data center a data center is that it can operate even though the grid is not. When there's a blackout, the servers stay up. That's the difference between a data center and a warehouse chock full of computers. Microsoft strives to provide data center customers five nines of service availability, which means that the data center is operational 99.999% of the time. To do that, data center operators rely in part on the batteries in what's called the uninterruptible power supply or UPS to kick on the moment a power outage occurs and provides power to the servers while the backup generators are fired up. To make sure the generators are ready at a moment's notice, Microsoft tests them periodically and performs what are called load tests to make sure the electrical load from the servers and other data center equipment can be reliably transferred to the generators. And so while the backup generators are used infrequently, they are critical if there is a power outage. That's because they maintain uninterrupted power to the data center and thus service to the customers. When the backup generators do run, they typically burn hydrocarbons, though Microsoft has been pioneering sustainable fuel alternatives. Microsoft has committed to eliminate diesel fuel as part of the company's pledge to be carbon negative by 2030. 
To meet this goal, Microsoft is exploring short and long-term alternatives. For example, in November of 2021, Microsoft launched its sustainable data center region in Sweden that uses Swedish fuel provider Prem's Evolution Diesel Plus for generator fuel. This diesel contains at least 50% renewable raw material and nearly an equivalent reduction in net carbon dioxide emissions compared with standard fossil diesel blends. Long-term proton exchange membrane, or PEM, fuel cell technology could be a viable solution for no carbon emissions. This according to Lucas Joppa, Microsoft's chief environmental officer. Now, PEM fuel cells combine hydrogen and oxygen in a chemical reaction that generates electricity, heat, and water. No combustion, no particulate matter, and no carbon emissions. The PEM fuel cell test in Latham demonstrated the viability of this technology at 3 megawatts, the first time at the scale of a backup generator at a data center. Once green hydrogen is available and economically viable, this type of stationary backup power could be implemented across industries, from data centers to commercial buildings and hospitals. In a quote from Joppa, 3 megawatts is super interesting because that's the size of the diesel generators that we use right now. Microsoft started to explore fuel cell technology in 2013 with the National Fuel Cell Research Center at the University of California in Irvine, where they tested the idea of powering racks of computer servers with solid oxide fuel cells, or SOFCs, which are fueled by natural gas. The technology shows promise for baseload power, though it is currently prohibitively expensive. Microsoft turned to PEM fuel cells as a potential solution to the backup diesel generator challenge in 2018. PEM fuel cells are commonly used in the automotive industries because, like diesel engines, they're quick to turn on and off and can follow a load up and down. That fast reaction and load following capability is well suited for backup power at data centers. Again, in a quote from Monroe, we started looking at the projections of the costs and the availability of hydrogen, and we started to really believe that this might be a solution. And so, we built a vision. It took us from a rack to a row to a room to a data center. And so, in 2018, Microsoft collaborated with engineers at the National Renewable Energy Laboratory in Golden, Colorado, to power a rack of computers with a 65-kilowatt PEM fuel cell generator. Then, in 2020, the team hired Power Innovations in Salt Lake City, Utah, to build and test a system that could power 10 racks, a row, of data center servers for 48 consecutive hours with a 250-kilowatt hydrogen fuel cell system. Now, after that successful proof-of-concept demonstration, the team set out to prove the viability of a 3-megawatt system, which is of sufficient size to replace a diesel generator at a data center. The problem, Monroe noted, was that nobody made PEM fuel cell systems that large. 3 megawatts is more than 10 times bigger than the system the company tested in Utah. 3 megawatts is enough energy to power about 10,000 computer servers or 600 homes. The challenge to build a 3-megawatt fuel cell system resonated with engineers at Latham-based Plug, a pioneer in the commercial development of fuel cell and green hydrogen technologies. Today, the company offers solutions throughout the green hydrogen ecosystem, from production and transportation to storage, handling, and dispensing. In a quote from Scott Spink, the director of engineering for Plug, drawing it on a whiteboard and saying, okay, we know we can do this, we know we can do this, was a lot of fun. The real challenge for this project was that we didn't get to rely on one proven technology. Every piece of that fuel cell system came through a team that was at the forefront of what they were doing. The 125 kilowatt fuel cells, 
18 of which are packed into each shipping container, are the largest the company ever made, and a 3 megawatt fuel cell system is Plug's biggest application. Because the system is larger than anything built before, so too are the components, from the compressors to the heat exchangers to grid-scale inverters and the pipes for hydrogen delivery. The system was assembled piecemeal on a concrete pad adjacent to a parking lot behind the company's headquarters for research and development and manufacturing of its progen line of fuel cells. Exposed wires and tubes go this way and that, and the hat of radiator fans overhangs the containers, giving the system the appearance of a first-iteration prototype. The engineers that Spink assembled to build the system were unfazed by the motley appearance. In a quote from Hannah Baldwin, a next-gen electrical engineer for the high-power stationary group at Plug, who was hired to work on the project, says, This is the coolest thing I have ever done. I don't know how I'm going to top this in my career. There are just so many pieces of the puzzle that have to come together, and seeing them all coming together and working well and stable is rewarding. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and stop here for the first half of this article. Now, let this news sink in for just a bit. This is some of the biggest news, I would say, in hydrogen history. Now, you may have known Microsoft was going to do this when they announced a press release several months ago. But now that Plug has actually been engaged, the technology and equipment have been developed and have successfully tested this equipment at 3 megawatts, they have now laid the foundation to transition away from every diesel generator in the world. Now, obviously, right now, it's not economic, since what Plug has made is basically a prototype. And as was also mentioned in the article, Microsoft just wants to use green hydrogen, which is also uneconomic right now. But we all know that there are other alternatives to green hydrogen that can be economic in this instance. All right, that's it for me, everyone. If you have a second, I would really appreciate it if you could leave a good review on whatever platform it is that you listen to. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google. That would be a tremendous help to the show. And as always, if you have any feedback, you're welcome to email me directly at info at thehydrogenpodcast.com. And as always, take care, stay safe. I'll talk to you later. Hey, this is Paul. I hope you liked this podcast. If you did and want to hear more, I'd appreciate it if you would either subscribe to this channel on YouTube or connect with your favorite platform through my website at www.thehydrogenpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. I very much appreciate it. Have a great day.